0: Can't hand you a business plan, but we can make you business wise. So sit back and learn to make stacks with the octopus of enterprise.
1: Hi, Diana here. And today you find me not at the deck. I'm actually working from home today. Don't worry. I'm sure in our next episode, I will be back there at the deck as usual. And I hope I didn't give you too much of a fright. But speaking of giving you a fright, I am recording this introduction. When Halloween is only a few days away. I hope you've got your costume sorted. I think I remember telling you that I was once dressed as a zebra crossing. Not for Halloween. That was probably some other competition. Um, Do you remember being a cat at one point, including half a pair of tights as a tail? Very exciting costume and whiskers. Anyway, as I said, Halloween is just around the corner. And in honour of that, today's episode is all about asking the question why, for some people, is business so scary? So I got together with a couple of guests who know a thing or two about being at the startup stage of business, and this is what they had to say. Oh, and just to let you know, we were experiencing some technical difficulties when we recorded this episode. Put it down to the ghosts or something. So if you hear any crackles with the audio, just think of it as an extra bit of spookiness added to today's episode. So today is a slightly spooky special in honour of it being Halloween in three days time. We're going to be asking the question, why is business so scary? We'll look at why the prospect of working for yourself might make you and maybe even your friends and family feel a little bit fearful and examine what might seem to be the scary aspects of starting a business. But there's no need to hide behind the sofa, as we'll also let you know about all the support you can get for your startup. And who better to discuss this with than Lindsay Bray, founder of Fuel, and Richard Ladipo, one of my fellow NTU enterprise advisors here at the deck. Welcome both. Welcome to the Octopus of Enterprise. How are you both doing today?
0: Hi Di. Um, Wonderful, thank you very much.
1: That's great to hear. Anyway, like I said, this episode is actually going to be released a few days before Halloween. So my first question to both of you is, do you celebrate? Is your house going to be full of spiders' webs and giant bats and all of that, or are you just not into Halloween?
2: I absolutely love Halloween, but it's it's more about the fancy dress element for me. Um, you know, being around friends and going to events, um, local events with the lights and they literally, you know, they've got all the pumpkins out and oh yeah, nice. The, the the social aspect for me is um the halloween part rather than the decorating of the house if that makes sense
1: yeah so what's your go-to costume what are you going as this year or do you not want to reveal <laughs> that
2: i'm a last minute larry at the minute with everything going on with business so it will literally be a costume the day before so i've not quite decided yet but it'll probably be something like that yeah skeleton mm, something
1: some, oh skeleton so look mm-hmm. out for ooh. skeletons it might be Lindsay. uh richard what about <laughs> you
0: Well, I probably haven't celebrated or done anything Halloween-y, I suppose, since I was a a young man, and that was quite a while ago. Uh, But my son uh, is relatively uh, young, so he's just coming into understanding things like Halloween. So um, I may do some stuff with him. Uh, I don't know what it will be. He's only only just approaching three. So uh, we might take him up to a few events or uh, watch a few things on TV.
1: Does anybody still do apple duking? I'm coming from the north. Does anybody know what that means, for a start? (laughs) (laughs) Um, where you you sort of float apples in water and then you have to put your hands behind your back and put your head in the water and get your apple out.
2: I think they still do that, yeah, at parties. Um, I
1: did see a really difficult version, which was quite messy as well, although water is quite messy, that somebody did with flour once. Oh, I know. Yes. And when you inhale that that's not a good idea. Anyway, so don't try that at home. So, <laughs> now to the question that is why is business so scary? Cuz you know, at NTU Enterprise, we often meet people who go, "Ooh, I don't know. Well, they don't really do that, but it's a Halloween special. Ooh, I don't know what to do about business." Um, <laughs> what do you think scares people off or intimidates them about turning that great idea into an enterprise?
0: I think typically it's because it's something new to most people. So there's two sides, I think. It's one, it's, um if you like, the soft skills kind of side, the fears and the lack of confidence about having to build a business by yourself. And do, can I even do that? Would I have the confidence to do that? So I think confidence is a really big factor in people actually stepping outside of their comfort zones. And the other one is definitely the technical factors around the green and white letters from HMRC tax and national insurance and the numbers and all of those kinds of things.
1: That's what I call the boring but important stuff, really, yeah. that most people find quite scary because it's intimidating yeah. to be thinking about the numbers and the reporting and all of that. Um, Lindsay, for you, was there a barrier to starting a business because you're at that founder stage or yeah. was it actually that you know did you have to push yourself out of a comfort zone was confidence a thing Um, as Richard's identified
2: confidence is the number one thing that ever stopped me doing anything and putting myself like out of my comfort zone that was the biggest scariest most frightful thing for me because (laughs) um, (laughs) the Halloween special I love you Um, going with the Halloween special exactly um so it's like for me it's feeling that you don't want to fail and it's sort of like self-preservation of is it going to work what if it doesn't work what are people going to say what's it going to be like in a year's time it's all the what ifs as well at the same time and if you're at a point in your life where your self-esteem's like low which mine has been quite a lot I've struggled through my life with my confidence and self-esteem. It's hard to take that jump to do something like this, start your own business and something that you're passionate about. And all I can say is you've got to put yourself out of your comfort zone to do something like that. Um so yeah, that's a big thing for me. Confidence was one of the biggest things. And other than that, it's also like Richard said, with all the forms like the technical part of the HMRC, not really understanding tax or just feeling like you don't know everything like you want to know all the ins and outs before you do anything and sometimes you don't know everything you can't know everything absolutely you can't know everything, absolutely. <laughs> no. no
1: one can know everything in life um and for those who don't know HMRC His Majesty's Revenue and Customs so that's the organization that we pay tax to um I think the risk taking that you've identified is something we've talked about on the podcast before and interestingly when we talk about enterprise and entrepreneurship risk taking is one of the characteristics one of the traits but I will always tell people that what you see of of the sort of glossy entrepreneur in the media and and some of those are quite you know stereotypically man in a suit style we've got a whole episode talking about that um that that doesn't really help people to take that leap of faith or or take that risk Risk taking in entrepreneurship is calculated risk taking. But I guess you've talked about that leap of faith, Lindsay. What inspired you to get beyond that lack of confidence and that fear of failure to taking that leap of faith?
2: Um, so it's sort of a few factors for me. So I had people around me that were very encouraging. And then, you know, I read a lot of books, um, self-help books. So just having inspirational people to read about um, you know, watching YouTube videos and things like that. They're the people that inspired me to just give myself that extra push to get myself out there, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's so much content out there and there's some great stuff and perhaps some like not great stuff as well. I guess what we try and do at NTU Enterprises, signpost people to the stuff that's really going to serve them and help them. And you talked also about just talking to someone. So often, as an enterprise advisor, what I'm doing, and I guess, Richard, I'm sure you do this too, is you're just a sounding board because you, Lindsay, knew what your passion was, knew what the idea was, and just needed to sort of Speak it out to someone to kind of get it formulated a bit more,
0: yeah. I mean, I would certainly echo what you've just said, di. I mean, we're there, really, just standing alongside just to kind of like um help people to tap into the things that they already know. And in Lindsay's case, what she's just said, the confidence that she'd already found from some of the kind of mentors and inspirational people she looked at. So I think when I knew uh, Lindsay was really on her way was that just speaking about her idea, the passion, she had for her own journey that led her to start the business but just sitting down and listening to i knew that she wasn't going to have to really sell because her passion for what she does she already knew the solution she wanted to provide and i think as she says she's just gone on and done it and the more you do the more i think then you kind of realize you each step outside of your comfort zone and i think that's relational to most people that start up
1: Lindsay we haven't really described your business so when you and Richard met he said that you got this inspirational story the why about your business which is something we'd always encourage people to do if you don't mind this would be an opportunity for you to tell us a little bit of that because I know that people always love to hear how someone got into the business they're into you know the origin story if you like we've got a whole episode about stories in business in fact. So opportunity to tell us a bit more
2: okay so um, basically I had my daughter three years ago I put on a lot of weight as you know people tend to do when you're pregnant so afterward, I carried this extra weight and I just didn't feel happy with myself when I looked in the mirror I just didn't feel confident I didn't like who I was Um so I started going to the gym and I came across a really good coach who gave me all the ins and outs on nutrition and how the right foods was great for weight loss and how it changed my lifestyle and how it would affect me mentally as well as physically. And um, so I went on to complete the program with him and lost over four stone in weight over a few months. And not only was I feeling so much better when I looked at myself, I was feeling better inside. I was a ball of energy and it just changed my own mindset. And knowing I could do that, I wanted to help other people that felt you know low on themselves or people who wanted to lose weight or wanted to feel like they had more energy so that's kind of where the meal prep concept came from
1: Amazing. Thank you, Lindsay, for sharing that story. And, you know, having a small child, being a parent, it does require huge amounts of energy. And as you say, you know, that eating well and um, looking after yourself in mind and body is just an amazing transformation. I guess that's a lesson to anyone who's listening now and saying, oh, you know, where do business ideas come from? Often they come from lived experience, from problems that you've had that you then can solve for your Yourself, but also for others as well so that's fabulous thank you so much for that story Richard for those who don't know you're currently working as a business advisor and you're delivering our Head Start program up in North Nottinghamshire and that's where you and Lindsay first met do you want to tell us a bit more about the program and what that entails
0: Yeah, so Enterprising Ashfield is the programme which targets um, Sutton and Kirkby in Ashfield. And it targets those areas um, particularly because those are areas that have been considered to be left behind. So my particular um, strand of that is Head Start, which supports startups in those areas. Um, So we provide free business support as well as a grant of £1,000 to help you get started. Lindsay is, in effect, our first recipient.
1: Wow, so yeah, watch this space for Lindsay and her business. And Richard, you said the areas of Sutton, Kirkby and Ashfield, they're not at the moment seeing many startup businesses and that's what this program's all about isn't it supporting those businesses supporting those ideas as well so if somebody's just sitting there with a germ of an idea they can get support and potentially funding from this project to start something in those areas so can you just remind us again where you need to be to receive the support
0: uh, you need to be within a Sutton and or Kirkby in Ashfield postcode, and uh, you're a resident there. Then you're likely to be eligible. If you live outside of those areas, but you're looking to set up a business within the area, then you can still benefit from the support and funding.
2: I just wanted to say it's a no-brainer to like get involved in this. Like Richard's support and from the university have been absolutely amazing. Like throughout. Uh, the support is just there whenever I'm needed it. Um, for people that are afraid of starting their own business, just speak to everybody that you can that wants to support you. Like, honestly, Richard, as my business advisor, um, has gone above and beyond all the way through so far to help me get to where I need to be and grow my business. And it gave me all the ins and outs that I needed, like it answered any questions that I had just speak to as many people as you can to help support you through this because you're not on your own I know it's scary but there's always someone there to help.
1: Brilliant thank you Lindsay and just to reiterate that the program is fully funded so that means there is no cost to participants and you know if you are eligible you may also be able to get that startup seed funding of a thousand pounds which is money that you can start to use to get your business to that next level which is amazing if you're not in those areas then NTU Enterprise may also be able to help you anyway just have a look at some of our programs but that one is specifically for that North Nottinghamshire area I want to also talk about you know what would you be doing Richard if you're getting business support from a program because it's a bit of a sort of amorphous thing, business support, and people sometimes have a misunderstanding of what that means and are thinking, well, you know, is that kind of thing for me? What does it involve and what do we mean by business support?
0: Well, I think in the first instance, some of the stuff that Lindsay, I think, mentioned um, before about all of the things that you feel you need to know up front. Um, So one of the things we do is to help you to navigate, probably a good way to put it through that, you don't need to know everything in the first instance Um, the place where I typically start is have you got an idea in the first instance and have you got a target audience so uh, generally in terms of our first meeting it will be sitting down having a one-to-one discussing your idea um, and seeing what that looks like and then it's really a case of look where do you want to go what do you need to do between now and getting it started assume you still want to get it started And then we simply plan the route uh, and then we walk through that either on a one to one basis or we also have workshops which take you through the fundamental elements of all of those things that you might be considering, such as marketing, such as finance, um, income and expenditures. But fundamentally, it's about where you are today, where do you want to go in the future? And we put together a package of support that can take you on that journey. And we're with you um, all of the way there.
1: So it's basically if you're out there and you've got an idea or even the germ of an idea at this point that you want to grow, you know what you want to do or something that you want to do for someone. That's your target audience, your customers, whoever, um, however you might want to say it. And actually, that's the thing about business support isn't it there's a there's a whole language around business support yeah. that makes it feel a bit like whoa a bit scary yeah. and, and a bit like I'm mm. I'm seeing in my mind's eye now like a giant cloak it almost sort of covers what we're doing <laughs> that maybe obscures things for people you know so we need to shine a light on what's under that giant big black cloak and say actually have a great idea have a bit of motivation to do it, think you know who it Mm -hmm. might be for, come and talk to us. Um, I guess to conclude really, because we are running out of time, sadly, uh, you know, you don't have to be haunted by that doubt of whether you could have set up a business or not. You just need, in Lindsay's words, to give it a go, just do something. Um, And if you can get expert help and advice all of the statistics tell us that those who have sought that advice and support actually tend to keep their businesses going for longer and also, you know, to run them in a way that works for them far better. So, you know, the advice and support is out there, people. So please do get it. Is there one last tip that either of you would like to give? If somebody's sort of teetering on the brink of that fear at the moment.
0: Uh, In keeping with today's theme, Feel the fear and do it anyway.
1: Oh, yes. Classic. Oh, that's that's amazing. A a fabulous message to end on. Sadly, that's all we have time for today. Thank you, Richard and Lindsay, for your time. And thank you for listening. We'll be back with another episode in two weeks' time. In the meantime, don't forget to rate, comment and subscribe. (laughs) I'm Diana Pasick atkinson and you've been listening to The Octopus of Enterprise. Bye. If you're still fearful about business, why not join NTU Enterprise for one of their Fight the Fear sessions? Just search
2: NTU Fight the Fear in your web browser or click the link in the description box below to sign up now.